welcome to another episode of You Do What? The podcast where I interview my comedian friends about their traditions and rituals. My name is Cindy Arvina. This week on the show, I have comedian Nat Baymel. Nat can be found at Nat Baymel. That's B-A-I-M-E-L on Instagram and Twitter. And you can also visit his website, natbaymel.com. And he also has an album coming out called Be Nice. That's coming out February 23rd on both iTunes and Amazon. Pre-order it. Order it if you're listening to this later. He's really funny. And this week, we talk about cleaning. I hope you enjoy. Ritualistic cleaner. I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm really ritualistic. I, like, I don't have OCD or anything mm-hmm. like that. But I just like starting the day off with making my bed, just wiping down the bathroom a little bit, because mm-hmm. it just makes me feel like I woke up, I did something, and something is in order, and it just starts my day off right. It's a weird, maybe it's a little OCD, because if I get out of bed and I don't make the bed, mm-hmm. then I feel lazy for the rest of the day, and yeah. it's just sort of a, why even bother with anything? You break that like accomplishment seal. Yeah. yeah. Although it is weird because I do like at least, you know, every other week or so washing the floors in my apartment mm-hmm. just because it feels clean. But then afterwards, I just get really upset when anything happens to the yeah. floors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because like my girlfriend will come in. Yeah, yeah. So my girlfriend will be coming in. I'm like, oh, you have to take your shoes off now. And so we're doing this weird thing where she's throwing me the shoes on the other side <laughs> of the apartment to put in the shoe rack. Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay, now I can lift you and carry you across because I don't feel like doing this again next week. That is dedication to the cause. Yeah, and I mean, I'm also a bit of a neat freak, I guess, in just terms of cleaning the dishes and putting them away. I've always been a really good roommate in that Mm -hmm. if there's any dishes in the sink, they're not mine. Yeah, yeah. To the point also where when my girlfriend and I cook, I'll always clean the dishes as soon as we're done cooking before I'll even eat. Wow, really? It just makes You don't do it as you go? No, it just... I mean, I'll do that as well, Uh but so, for example, we finish cooking, the food is laid out, I want to clean everything first Mm -hmm. because I don't like eating knowing that i'm gonna have to clean at the end of this yeah i feel like it ruins the meal for me and are you pretty quick about it like your food doesn't get cold yeah, yeah no and also like i i don't care if the food's a little bit cold yeah yes I, I just don't feel like it's weird it's like i like cleaning so i don't have to clean later yeah that it's makes also, the food taste better for you exactly it's like okay sweet i don't have to clean anything when I'm, i mean the dishes i guess that we ate off of i don't have to clean mm-hmm. the pan i don't have to clean the pots i don't have to do any of that yeah that's a habit i've been getting into more now because i i hate the because f- that's a, the worst feeling when you're done eating you're just like oh now i have to do work because yeah because like eating a meal it feels like an accomplishment already it's like you don't want to do more yeah and i'm i've had this ridiculously high metabolism where I'll eat four or five times a day and I never put any weight on. I just, because I eat so much, it keeps my metabolism high. Yeah. So there are some times where I'll just feel lazy and don't want to eat. Yeah. But then it's just like, okay, I'll have to just grab, so I'll grab like a yogurt or something. And it's like, okay, cool. I don't have to clean anything. But just actually having those days where it's like, okay, cool. I ate my five meals. I cooked five things. I feel like I did something. I can be extra productive. Right. It's a, it's weird. It's a rut because when I do something, it's easier for me to keep doing other things. Mm-hmm. But when I wake up and I don't do anything, it's impossible for me to start anything. Oh, okay. That that does make sense to my brain. I'm I'm really bad because I'm a person that rushes in the morning, so oh, my okay, bed yeah, doesn't yeah. often get made. Like I made my bed that I'm sitting on to interview you right before you got here. <laughs> yeah, like I work uh, at home. I do a lot of writing mm-hmm. for different websites and whatnot, and it's it is very ritualistic me making my own schedule because yeah. it's very important. I have to wake up. I have to cook breakfast. 
I'll do a little bit of writing. Maybe I'll go to the gym. I'll come back. I'll do some more writing. I'll shower up. I'll do some more writing. I just need to keep it going. Yeah. Because if I'll just wake up and I'll just go on Facebook or I'll go on Twitter, I'll just fall into a crazy rabbit hole. All of a sudden, it's 11. Yeah. I haven't done anything. I'm like, well, I don't feel like making breakfast. I'll just eat something really quick. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, I have to start on work, but I haven't done anything yet today. And it's just the motivation's not there. Yeah, that's that. I like that. I think I need to. That's a habit I need to pick up more is cleaning in the morning because then you're more inclined to do it as throughout your day because it's just yeah. like, oh, it's not that bad. And it's just easy. Like making the bed. I don't even know if making bed is even considered cleaning. I guess mm-hmm. it's just easy though to get up and it takes five minutes, but it's something. Yeah, it's just something that I've done. Mm-hmm. I can go into the bed and look and see that it's made. And all right, cool. That's the thing I did for today. I don't do anything else. At least it started off on the right foot. Yeah. Do you work from uh, from your bedroom? Uh, I used to. I actually moved uh, my laptop out into our dining room area. Yeah. Is and it I better? Like, oh my god, it's so much better. Yeah. Because I I used to work from home too, and I my office was that desk right there, and it was it ate at me because yeah. that's that's like my happy place is like where I sleep, where I relax, and just just bring that energy in there is the worst thing you can do if you work from home. Yeah, it's weird how much happier I well I mean mm-hmm. the reason I did it was completely by accident. Mm-hmm. It's uh, we don't have AC in our bedroom, and okay. we live deep in the valley, yeah. so it's <laughs> yeah. so hot. Like when uh, my girlfriend and I, we would be sleeping naked and it would do a thing where it's like, I want to cuddle you, but I can't right now. So we would just poke each other <laughs> and be like, this is our affection for the night. <laughs> I've been there. Feel, yeah. yeah. It's just too hot. We're like, we're slimy and it's disgusting. Yeah. So, you know, I'd just be like working in my boxers, just like pouring sweat mm-hmm. in the middle of the afternoon. And then like months into this, she goes, why don't you just go into the living room where we have AC? And I go, oh. Yeah, why don't I that do that? That makes complete sense. Yeah, and then when I did that, it was like, oh, we have a TV out here. I would be able to like play music through YouTube, and it just made me way more productive. Mm-hmm. Also, just getting out of the rooms. When you're in one room all day, it just makes you insane. You go stir-crazy. Yeah, and I'll, it's a nice thing because like the dining room is like attached to the living room, so I can get up after I do a little bit of writing and just walk around the room a little bit because our bedroom's a little bit small, so I couldn't mm-hmm. pace in there. And it's easy to also keep that area a little bit more clean because the desk was smaller. Yeah. And so, you know, I have, like, different papers and everything. It all feel cluttered. But in the dining room table, it's much bigger. It's easier to stack. It's like, okay, that part of the table is where I keep those things. Mm-hmm. And that part is where I keep those things. The only annoying part is whenever we have company over, uh, she'll be like, oh, can you move stuff? And <laughs> it's where I get, like, weirdly resentful. I'm like, You're like where? <laughs> what do you mean you want to eat on the dining room table? <laughs> that's, that's where I keep my tax documents. You want to just put spaghetti dishes there? How dare you? Is, do you have a big dining room table? Uh, not really. She, we sort of inherited it from her, I say inherited, like, uh, her parents are still alive and well. Okay. Very well. Yeah. It was but passed they, down. Passed down. That's the word yeah. I'm looking for. Yeah. They so bestow a dining table upon you. Yeah. Yeah. So it was the one she had growing up. So it's decently sized. It yeah. seats four people, but it's one of those weird old timey extender things. So it oh, can yeah. fit another one. Back room when stuff was made to last. Yeah. yeah. Although it's weird. It's like I work at the chairs and I can feel some of them getting a little cracked. I don't know if I'm doing that by sitting in them all day. Uh-huh. So Maybe. a part of me is like, I just switch the chairs around being like, okay. Uh, oh, was it like from the nice dining room where no one's allowed to sit? I I don't think so. Who knows? Like, it's nice enough. We yeah. reupholstered it. That was a fun oh. little uh, 
arts and crafts project we did. Oh, you guys did it yourself? Yeah, well, the wood table was all put together, but mm-hmm. the seats themselves, they were kind of, I mean, they're like 30 plus years old. So we went and got fabric and, I mean, I say we, she did most of the work. Mm-hmm. I literally just held things and pushed them into place when she told me to. Mm-hmm. What, um, and you sound pretty organized too, in addition to yeah. being clean. You don't meet many people that are clean but not organized. Well, it's also just from doing comedy and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like you have to be in order to keep your schedule in order. Yeah. I mean, it's so weird because, like, sometimes uh, all I'll do for a day is send out emails. Yeah. And I'll be wiped. And it makes me feel weird because she has a real job and a good job. She's a senior financial analyst for a big company, right? She's a boss-ass bitch. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And so she'll come back after working, you know, a 12-hour day sometimes. Like, God. What'd you do today? I'm like... I shot out a bunch of emails. I'm wiped. Yeah. <laughs> well, I get it because it's, it's kind of like sitting in traffic. Like you don't feel like you're doing much, but you're making yeah. all these decisions. Your brain is working. Exactly. And also when you, you know, freelance and you work from home and you work for yourself, you just have to time manage really precisely. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, nothing will get done. I'll have to, even like after I leave here, I'm like, okay, I have to do this thing before I go to my show tonight. And then I wake up in the morning, I have to do these three things before I do this thing. So I just need to have this schedule in order to keep me moving along. Mm-hmm. Do you write down your schedule or do you just have it all in your head? Uh, a lot of it I have in my head, but I've gotten way too reliant on my iPhone reminders. Yeah. And I've also gotten resentful of those also because sometimes, you know, I'll wake up and then nine will go off at the same time that I forget about. Right. Because you're like, okay, I'll do that next. But then you're, you're on to something completely different. Yeah. Because yeah, I also schedule it sometimes a month or two in advance. So I completely forget about it. Yeah. So I'll wake up thinking, oh, cool. I don't have to do anything this morning. I'm going to watch an episode of Black Mirror that I haven't gotten to see for all this time. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden the thing will just ding nine times. I'm like, I have to do taxes today. <laughs> Because two months ago, Nat was like, that'll be a great day to do that. <laughs> yeah. And I, I do that, too, where it's like, I'll procrastinate a lot, where I'll say, okay, I don't have to do that today, but I have to for sure do it tomorrow. But then I'll forget that I said that, and then, like, present me will hate past me. Yeah. And then, but I'll also put it along the future me, so I'm a complete hypocrite along the way. Uh-huh. <laughs> just, just backing yourself up. Yeah. Uh, at least it's you doing it, not, like, some evil overlord that is true like i had a weird part-time job for about a year where i was a tai chi instructor for alzheimer's patients oh hell yeah <laughs> yeah and uh, by the way i i don't know tai chi nor am i certified to do any of those things but uh do you, do you just kind of figure it out as you went the guy who hired me showed me some stuff oh, okay <coughs> sorry i keep coughing yeah and so it was weird because that was like the one thing that was like for sure on a schedule. Like mm-hmm. writing uh, for the websites and everything, I had a deadline, but that was easy enough because I did you know do it throughout the day. But that was like you have to be here at this time. Oh, it's the weirdest sensation for mm-hmm. me. Like in the morning, like at night as a comic, you know, you have to be there at those shows on time and whatnot. But it's like, oh, I have to fight through rush hour traffic. Yeah, to get to this thing that I don't want to do, but I'm also terrified to lose. Yeah, it's. That's an awful feeling, and that's yeah. most jobs. Yeah, because I've, I've never had a really w- real job. I've mm-hmm. always done odd side stuff. Like, I was a uh, in high school, I worked at a movie theater selling popcorn on the weekends. Because mm-hmm. I was Friday and Saturday nights, what else would I be doing yeah. at 16? And at, uh, just popcorn, they let you handle tickets or candy? Uh, they let me handle candy once I had gotten some tenure. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, tickets I never did. That was a separate <laughs> organization uh-huh. that handled that. Uh, then I was a security guard for a few months. Mm-hmm. And then when I was out here, you know, just like 
I was doing comedy pretty hard tilt. I was on the road almost nonstop for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And then when I was decided, okay, I need to be back in town. That's when I sort of started the freelance writing and any other weird job that came my way. Mm-hmm. And now I've gotten enough writing jobs where I can do exclusively that with comedy. And that's where it's like, okay, I'm working from home now. I've never done this before. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of where all the structure has really paid off. Oh, okay. So this is uh, kind of a newer thing. Cause I was going to ask if this is something you learned from watching your people in your family or friends. Um, not particularly. I've always been sort of that when I was in school, I was always that kid who, whenever he was given an assignment, I would do it as quick as possible so I wouldn't have to do it later. Mm-hmm. And so I guess that's just how I was wired. Yeah. It's weird. It's not even like me being a hard worker so much as me wanting to get work out of the way so I could resume being lazy. Right. Yes. It's like the opposite of procrastination. Yeah. It was like, I don't want to do this, but if the longer I know I have to do it, the worse it's going to make me feel. Mm-hmm. So if I just do it right away. It was funny, too, because I would also... Uh, do a real half-assed job a lot of times with the thing, <laughs> but it was done, so I didn't care. Yeah, just as long as you get a passing grade. Yeah, like when I was in, I think, like, ninth grade or something, social studies class, I remember we had to do some giant diorama, and everyone spent weeks working on the thing. And I remember all my friends were like, Nat, you finished it in two days. How did you do that? And then day of, you know, they're coming in with these, like, crazy ornate 3D models of animals and stuff, and I literally, like, had cutouts of paper bags <laughs> animals on a piece of paper. Whale clip art. <laughs> yeah. And the teacher's like, Nat, you're a really good student, but this is unacceptably lazy of you. I'm going to give you a C. Uh-huh. And I'm like, but that's passing though, right? Yeah. And so I didn't really care because I just had two weeks of doing whatever. Mm-hmm. It's so when I looking back on it, it's like, a part of me is like, I feel guilty I didn't put the work in, but also as an adult, so I'm like, man, I'm happy I enjoyed those two weeks. Yeah. Fuck everything that's not me enjoying life. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, now you've got like the uh, really crazy work ethic and super organization. So it, it paid off. Some people go the same direction. Some people go the complete opposite direction. Yeah. But I'm also weird in that I never feel like I'm working hard enough. Although I think everyone has that, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely have that. Yeah, where you'll work nonstop all day, but then you have like an hour to just chill out and you go, oh, I should have worked that one hour. Yeah. I was like, oh, I could have been like logging my mileage from like <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You just think of the thing. Oh. I always think of the thing I should have done when I'm like already in the throes of something else. Yeah. Such a. <laughs> that actually reminds me of also how I get things done because I'm so organized and like everything in its place to get myself to do something. I'll put something where it shouldn't be, and mm-hmm. so it's clutter. Like, uh, when I was still working in my room, I would just keep things on the floor by the desk, and it would bother me, and so I would pick it up and go, oh, I have to fill out this tax form, so I guess I'll do this oh, now. That's or smart. Yeah, so it's if it's I'm, it's clearly somewhere where I have to walk, mm-hmm. and if it gets to like three days of me stepping over it, I'll be like, okay, I don't want to do this anymore, mm-hmm. so I'll just sit down for the 30, 40 minutes, whatever it takes to just get it out of the way. Mm-hmm. Are you, um, are you a kind of, the kind of person that throws stuff away? Like you don't, you don't keep yeah, much. Yeah. I'm not much of a hoarder at all. Yeah. Like, I'm, it's, I almost feel a bit of a sociopath at how little, uh, <laughs> you're minimalist. Nostalgia I put yeah. on certain things. Like when I was, uh, moving in with my girlfriend a couple of years ago, I just sold off so much stuff. Like mm-hmm. I've, before I got into comedy, I wanted to be a musician. I was in a band for a long time, mm-hmm. and I had a guitar amp with me. And I was just like, oh, we don't have room for this, and I could use the money. So I just sold the thing on Craigslist for 50 bucks. Yeah. And she was like, oh, my God, I'm so, so are you sure you want to sell this? I don't know how much you love playing guitar. I'm like, it's fine. 
And it really didn't bother me in the slightest. The only yeah. thing that bothered me is how quickly I sold it for 50 bucks and I was like, oh, I could have gotten 80 out of this. Yeah, that's always the Craigslist, uh, the woes of Craigslist. Yeah, so I can very easily go through things and throw a lot of stuff away and it won't bother me at all. Mm-hmm. That's that's a very good way to be. Just not hold on to to stuff. I I try to be like that, but I I, I attach a lot of sentimental value to to things. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, it's weird because when I was in college, I used to love my room because it was it was like every square inch of wall and ceiling space was covered with something with mm-hmm. some sort of sentimental value. You know, I had all the movie tickets and everything and all of the greeting cards everyone was sending me. But then when I moved, I just didn't feel like organizing all of that yeah and so i just threw it all away and it was weird it was like uh, uh the man in black in westworld when he like murdered the <laughs> child and i'm just like i felt nothing yeah just like yeah just throw it all away it felt good too it's like yeah. oh, i don't have to lug this with me wonderful yeah there, there was certain things like with like movies i would save that kind of stuff too and but then it came to a certain point where i'm like this is i'm i'm literally holding on to trash yeah like i don't i will rem- i will remember the trip i don't need the the thing to remind me and that's the thing too i also like get weird about clutter in my phone as well i have to be reminded mm-hmm. by my girlfriend to take pictures when i'm on the road yeah because i'm i've always been sort of like i just want to experience this and remember it me too yeah but then she'll be like what if you did alzheimer's and i'm like <laughs> jesus first of all all, uh, she has a good point, though. That's yeah. the thing I'm most afraid of getting. Well, after I worked with them teaching them Tai Chi, I'm super afraid now. That oh. was, <laughs> yeah, it was, it, it had its funny moments. Yeah. But overall, it was uh, pretty soul draining. And I was basically hired just to like crack jokes and be lively for an hour. Uh-huh. But it, ooh, it was, it made me better at uh, bombing and comedy. Like, yeah. I just don't mind when a joke falls flat anymore. So it's like, oh, okay, well, you're not staring into infinity right now, yeah. so that's fine. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, the most brutal thing, I just want to say this, was um, I had the one of the handler ladies who worked there come up to me and say, hey, um, the, the dog that is here died unexpectedly last week, so don't mention anything about dogs. You might upset them. Oh, shit. And so I said, oh, okay. And the lady who was sitting next to me was sitting down petting the dog that wasn't there the entire time. What? And I was just, okay, everybody, wiggle your fingers now. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. Now that, because I always just thought that, like, I I guess people with Alzheimer's do kind of live in, like, a different um, part of their brain. Yeah. And it's weird because you'll see glimpses of them sometimes. Yeah. Where they'll be fine, but then all of a sudden they'll just kind of lose it. That's so fucking sad. <laughs> and then some of them are just never... And it's weird because from what I'm told, it completely changes your personality. It's not like mm-hmm. alcohol where it's like, alcohol makes him an asshole. It's like, no, he was an asshole. He was just hiding it before alcohol dropped all of his defenses. Whereas this, it literally just completely changes you. Like There were some people who would just be super ornery and angry all the time, just scream at you and then find out like, oh no, they were the nicest people their entire lives. This is so crazy for us. Yeah. But then you'll have the ones that are just very kind and just smiling at nothing all day. And uh-huh. it's like, that doesn't seem so bad. Yeah. Maybe they were an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. <laughs> uh, that would be swell. I'd just like become just, oh, that'd be so weird if I just turned into like a weird spacey asshole for my <laughs> last year's. I, I don't know. I wonder, do comedians get Alzheimer's as much? 
because we have to remember jokes and constantly use our brains like that? I don't know, because it's also a matter of thinking how many comics make it to be That's that old. That's a very good point, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, all of the best comics seem to die way younger. Mm-hmm. Um, what's his nuts? Um, Don Rickles, he lived pretty long. He was performing until the end. Mm-hmm. Um, Bob Newhart, I believe, he lived to be pretty old, I think. Who was the guy? I'm blanking. Oh, God, I'm blanking right now on it. <laughs> uh, that's the early signs. Yeah, right? <laughs> the guy who used to do a Bob Hope. Yeah. He lived to be 100-something, didn't he? Yeah, he was old. He yeah. Was old. So they didn't seem to have it. I hear it's not as common as you think it is, and based off of like new diets and innovations, mm-hmm. and by the time we get to be that old, it shouldn't be as much of a fear, I hope. Yeah, I guess that makes sense, because I don't really see too many people with Alzheimer's, and when I do, I think that's when I'm like, whoa, like how many other people have this, but maybe, yeah, maybe it's not as high of a number as we, we yeah. think. Cause also when you see them, they're usually in a large group of other people with it. That, yeah, that's right. Yeah. They seldom are uh, on their own. If they are, it means they escapes. Uh-huh. Oh, th- this is a wonderful podcast of just fears and insecurities. <laughs> Sometimes it gets dark. No, I like it. Yeah. I, I came in just being like, Oh, I like to clean. And I was like, I want to hold my mind and not yeah. be a prison in my own body. I don't want to forget. Yeah. I don't know. What are your rituals? Anybody asked you that on the show? <laughs> I, I'm thinking about doing an episode with, with my rituals, but um, I, I have I have my own cleaning rituals. I, I, have, I have, like, collections. I collect cacti stuff. Uh, Interesting. Ca- cacti succulents and then, like, cacti paraphernalia. The paint a picture right there. Well, someone drew that for me. That was a really oh, nice snap. gift. Oh, snap. Yeah, and you see on oh, my For the listening audience, it is Cindy's head with a cactus body. Yeah. Holding uh, a microphone. <laughs> and as terrifying as you think that is, you are 50% there. Yeah, that that was, um, I'll post a picture of it when I talk about that. Um, Eric Smithberg, Eric D. Smithberg, wonderful comedian artist. Uh, he made that for me. Do you know Eric? I don't think I do. He's uh, he. I don't know if he does mics as much anymore, but he's, he's a cool guy. I always do like when I find out that comics who stopped doing comedy sort of found something else. Oh, yeah. Well, I think he's just been drawing forever. Well, he's very talented. He's incredibly talented. Yeah, I have a friend. He was one of the best comments I ever knew. We started out together, and he stopped doing comedy, but now he's a character actor at a theme park full-time. Look at that. I'm not one of those. It's weird, because like, comedy is its own cult where people are just like, you can't leave. You have to do this forever. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, wait, are you happier doing something else? Then fucking go. Yeah, do it. Leave. Yeah. What are you doing? Don't, don't make yourself miserable. Yeah. And there's more room for us now. Yeah, exactly. Most important of all. Yeah, the important thing for any other comments listening to this right now is quit immediately. Yeah. I do not want to throw my name in a bucket ever again. <laughs> I want to throw my name in a glass, something much smaller that will increase the likelihood of me getting up that night. A thimble. Yes. It's just like three slips. It's like, I don't even know why you go through the rigmarole of doing this for yeah, you guys. Yeah, just pick eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Yeah, just draw straws at this point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the good old days when you drew straws to do comedy. Oh, man, that would be just old-timey mice. Like, when did the whole bucket system start? Um, Probably, like, mm, 2008. I don't know. <laughs> just when it gets to the point where it's like, okay, there's too many people here. What is the most dehumanizing way possible we can pick you <laughs> at random? It's like, oh, maybe we can uh, put them in a bowl? No. No, we have to use something that would literally collect rain dropping yeah. from a broken ceiling. 
and most of them won't even get to perform. Yeah, collecting names like droplets of tears in yeah. the rain, <laughs> like in uh, Blade Runner, which I just saw for the first time recently. So hot reference. The original or the the new one? The original. Oh. I am very late with certain movies. Hey, my, uh, <laughs> did you like want to talk about it with someone like a media? Like, hey, you remember uh, in Blade Runner when? <laughs> no, it was like I just remember that reference yeah. being told for everyone. I saw them. I'm like, oh, this is what this is from. Uh-huh. It's actually the reason why I didn't get as into Star Wars as a lot of my friends. I saw it when I was a teenager and it was like the entire movie was just me going, Oh, that's what that was about. Mm-hmm. It was just a lot of Simpsons references that all of a sudden made sense to me. Yeah. Oh, I thought of a, a question about cleaning. Do you have a particular um, day, day of the week or month when you do a deep clean? Um, I tend to do it sort of in the middle of the week when I know I don't have any work to mm-hmm. do. I always do it in the morning. Again, I just want to get out of the way. Yeah. Just like the school projects. Yeah, exactly. I'll wake up, I make my bed, I'll eat breakfast, and then I figure while I'm digesting, I'll just spend an hour or two just cleaning everything in the apartment, and then I'll go to the gym or something just to get out of the house and Mm -hmm. feel like, oh, I've earned doing something. That's the other thing I also like doing is going to the gym a couple times a week, Mm -hmm. just because it's like, okay, cool, I don't have to think about anything, I just need to thinking about how much I hate running and how I need to keep running. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like a meditation in its own too. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I also have like a very set routine also when I go to the gym. It's, it's also weird. I feel like to show off as I'll like try to do splits and handstands and, but I also don't want to show off. So I always feel weird whenever anybody walks by. I'm like, I'm not doing this for you. I'm yeah. doing this for me. <laughs> I really hope you do say that to people. Upside down. Yes. Yeah. Looking through your legs, just like, this is not for you, sir. This is for me in case I ever uh, enter the Kumate. Yeah. <laughs> I am just full of great references today. Do a bunch of handstand kicks. Oh, God. That would be amazing. Work on that next. Can you walk on your hands? Maybe. I've never actually tried before. But I also have too much confidence in myself. So <laughs> I want to say yes. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. I-, I believe you. Matter of fact, if you post an image of me with this, I want it to be me with my hands up in the air upside down. Oh, I can. I know how to make that work. And I want you to cut this part of it out so nobody <laughs> knows what we're talking about. All right. Note to future self, delete the last minute and a half. Oh, future self is going to hate you for yeah, that. Yeah, future self is going to put it on a different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> just like retroactively cut it out. Mm-hmm. Oh, when people are like going through later and they're just like very confused by the weird jump when we all of a sudden just went from talking about going to the gym to, yeah, so those uh, Philadelphia Eagles, huh? Oh, yeah. Um, they, they kind of cleaned up yesterday. Hey, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> City and tatters. Yeah. This will probably be released like close to your, your album release. So, uh, yeah, the Philadelphia Eagles won. If people from oh, yeah. the, the past are listening, I don't know. Do we time travel? Sure. Oh man. Future Russ is going to listen to this. Oh man. Do you ever do that thing where you like listen to something that you recorded a while ago and you're just like, oh my God, I'm so much better than I was back then. Yeah. All the time. But what's the like longest and shortest period of time that you've done that with? Um, probably like a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just like, God, what the fuck was I talking about? Were you, oh, because the latest, like, are you the type of comment that will record all your sets and listen back to it? I would record all of them. I never listen to them. I'll do a case. It's weird because like, I'll record as many as I can, mm-hmm. but I also have been doing this long enough that like in the moment, I kind of know where I went wrong mm-hmm. and what I need to remember. So I'm always super antisocial when I get off stage. I'll immediately run to a corner and just like write down all of the notes that I remembered. And then if I forget any, then I'll listen to it. But I also get weird in the sense of I'll listen to it from the day before and like you just be like, oh, 
why I'm so much better than I am back then. Yeah, it's like, why couldn't I remember that word? It was so so easy. Yeah, like Bob Hope. Oh, it's not driving me nuts. Yeah. Because I'd be listening back to this. I'm like, of course it was Bob Hope. What are you talking about? <laughs> Bob Newhart? Who even is that? <laughs> That's what I was going for when I said Bob <laughs> Newhart, by the way. I was like, Bob Hope was Newhart. Why am I imagining a sailor's cap with him? Yeah. It <laughs> yeah, you're going to be listening back and be like, you idiot. You, it's, it's right there. Come on. Yeah, I have weird memory retrieval issues sometimes. Like, I think mm-hmm. I have a good vocabulary, but then I'll forget words like retrieve. For mm-hmm. example, for the longest time, I'm like, man, I, why am I not good with word things? And then I heard someone say word retrieval. And I said, that's what I was. Wow, that's bad. But your brain was like, the 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 running to get. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a weird thing. Ever since I worked with the Alzheimer's people, everything just makes me afraid I might get it someday. Yeah. But then it's like, it's made me less afraid of other things. Like, I'll see a weird new mole and be like, eh, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that'll be a quick death. That, that's treatable. Yeah, 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 Brain, not so much. Yeah, no, that's that's long. And uh, condolences to anybody listening uh, with family with the condition. I hope we haven't come off as just crazy insensitive. Yeah, I really hope not. I, I feel for, for all those people out there. Yeah, we're just getting crazy blog posts. But in the future, we're like, God, I really hate my past yeah. self now. It's like, oh, it was so problematic. Oh, but then we could do that thing. It's like, oh, I don't even remember saying that. Yeah, oh, no, we, I, I never said that. I was, uh, I podcasted that while I was asleep. I'm also very apathetic about many things. That's fine. You're very zen. I guess. Don't yeah. hold on to shit. It's yeah. Good. It's an I easy, it's an easy way to live, but it's also, again, sociopathic. I just get rid of shit very easily in my life. I can relate. Not people. Yeah. I'll say that. I won't. Oh, I've shed some friends. You have empathy, right? Yes, I okay, have empathy. Okay, good, 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 good. You just don't have empathy for stuff. Yeah. Okay. Not animals, though. I can, I can step on them all the time. <laughs> you heard it here first, everybody. Matt steps on animals. He steps, not, 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 not in a mean way, right? Just a quick step. Just a, but it, but it's ones that deserve. Like, <laughs> I was, I am very empathetic towards animals. I had this like idea a long time ago for a joke that was more of a statement than an actual joke. But it was like, I, I want to be a vegetarian, but animals taste too good to me, so. I wish there was a way I could only eat animals that committed suicide. <laughs> so this way it's like, okay, but uh, um, they chose this and it's an end to their suffering. Yeah. But then it would be like, well, after weeks of eating nothing but like lemmings, it's like I'm just bullying a cow at that point. Just yeah. Just I did a hamburger again. A cyber bullying a cow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just being like, oh, you slut. <laughs> Everybody knows what you did, Bertha. These cows just have computers. Just like, mm. <laughs> bovine i'm trying to think of a pun off of bovine and it gets better utter yeah it's gone yeah <laughs> but you feel good anything else you want to say about cleaning oh. or organizing not really i mean in terms of like letting things go that's also a form of cleaning i guess yeah. just in your like letting things from the i would say i wish i could let things from the past go as i do that thing that everybody does where you just remember something embarrassing you said in high school and then years later you're just like your own face oh i can't believe i'm still that person somehow yeah (laughs) wish i could let those things go but hey i can let other things go that's good enough i suppose well i mean you're kind of different person because all the cells in your body have turned over so you don't have those shitty little kid cells but I still had the same face. Oh. Oh, how good would it be if when your cells change, your look changes also? So this way you can at least have plausible deniability and stuff. That would be super cool, but really disorienting and yeah. frightening. Oh, that would also be weird if you're like high school sweethearts with someone and you get married right after high school. And then, you know, your cells all change and you look super different. It's like, 
Oh, man. Look, you were really pretty as a prom queen, but it's kind of weird that you're Chinese now. I don't <laughs> even know how that happened. Biology is crazy weird. But I still love you. Yeah. Hopefully. As a person, not uh, physically, though. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Nat. This was weird and fun, and I liked it. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah.